Quiet on the set. Action. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Movie Machine Podcast. I am your host today, Jacob Gulliver. This is a show made by Hot Chocolate Media where we make up a movie very fast based on a random suggestion from the internet. As always, I am joined by three illustrious Hollywood guests. We have our writer, Ben Lifson, who is the rat animator on Disney's live-action Cinderella. We have our director, Aaron Coker, who is Marvel Studios' resident reference joke writer. And we have our producer, Darwin Hull, who is wardrobe supervisor on American Gods. Welcome, folks. How are you doing today? Can't complain. Some good, some bad. Fair enough. So, your theme today is a dark quest. The main character is a clumsy sailor. The start of the story is an unveiling, and the end of the story is a confession. So, I haven't seen this film, but I hear it's good. It's Life of Pi. It's a movie about a guy sailing. There wasn't actually a tiger, but they made a tiger in CGI. That's awesome. So, we're going to do it like that, except it's going to be like a fantasy movie. In fact, the only thing we're taking from it is the fact that there's a boat. So, um, but there aren't enough boat movies, so it's going to be good. So, you know, it's going to be, you know, high seas, uh, fantasy adventure, put in some fantasy pirates, you know, pirates, but they're going to have, like, rather than cutlasses, they're going to have, like, you know, rune swords that's with the ancient blade of Achmashnivend or something. We'll, maybe we'll hire a linguist to make up some cool words. This pirate, you know, he's not very good. No, it starts out, there's this legendary pirate and he dies. And uh, so the second in command has to take over and he's like really clumsy. He was only second in command because, you know, he's like friends or with the captain. So, you know, there's all this problems, you know, mutiny, all this kind of stuff, because this guy's completely incompetent, doesn't know what he's doing. They realize it sailed them into the Hydra part of the ocean. That's a pretty big faux pas, as they say. But he starts reading some books about, you know, legendary pirates and whatever, and he starts just, like, quoting, like, orders that, you know, these fantasy characters did. You know, fantasy in a fantasy. And it turns out, like, wow, everyone thinks he's a genius now, because, wow, those are really brave things when he's just, like, quoting randomly and it just happens to work out at the end though he has to admit his folly when the hydras are eating the boat so uh you know it's it's good so it's like a depressing ending yeah okay yeah it's a dark it'll be a dark comedy okay do you have a title for this film there she blows okay anything else you want to add he also unveils like a really cool plaque of a boat because he's a good sculptor okay in fact, he sculpts a legendary sword, quote, in air quotes. It's like, oh, this is the most powerful sword in the world. And then, you know, it breaks instantly. And it's like, that wasn't a real sword. But there will be this huge ceremony where he unveils it. Like, I fought the ancient ones to get this blade. And I was just joking before when I acted all clumsy. And we'll workshop it, you know. Maybe if we get a good improviser actor, they can think of something. And that right. makes it easier for me because I don't like writing. All right. Oh, we hired you as a writer. Well, you know. I never said we were good at decision-making. I just said... Uh, yeah. All right, so Aaron, you've been handed the, the waterlogged treatment for There She Blows. Mm. Looks like some uh, 
day drinking on a boat happened to generate this here script. <laughs> what do you think? Is this something you can make? And uh, how's it going to turn out? It's uh, it's a coincidence that he doesn't like writing because I don't like directing. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna do this anyway. Um, you know, working at Marvel and being the uh, sort of the czar, if you will, of references. Um, I'm ready to move on from that. I've told them, don't go there, girlfriend. And so I'm going to do something else. But I love this script. I want something epic, you know? But I feel like we've got a, you know, this this dark quest that this guy's on. I like the fact that he's clumsy, but yet we can relate to him. And I think that we can go big on this. Um, we can bring the pirate movie back. I mean, it didn't go anywhere. We've got Pirates of the Caribbean. It exists already, so... And we've done Verbinski, you know, we've done that whole epic sweeping thing. So what if we make it more personal? I want to focus on the relationship between the captain, the legendary captain, and his second. And then, of course, we lose that character. Uh, how does he feel about the boat? I don't know if the boat talks. You know, maybe there could be something that's in his mind or something like that. And, uh, you know, I know for a fact that Brian Dennehy should play the boat. That's all I know. A tur- uh, giant turtle. A uh, giant turtle. That's perfect, yeah. Um, in their society, they, you know, just capture giant turtles and build boats around them. Exa- yeah, you could just lash them together like pontoons. I love that. That's perfect. So we'll go with that on the turtles and the boat. Uh, just you know, try to get the casting together. Uh, we need somebody to play uh, the main guy. You know, I'm open to re- uh, ideas right now. Um, you know, my references are all kind of uh, worn out here. Um I immediately think Benedict Cumberbatch, but so does everybody. And so, who's the anti-batch? That's what I want to know. Like, who's the who's the non-Cumberbatch in this situation? Michael Sarah. Yeah, Sarah. Just think of like the opposite of Benedict. That's probably See, pretty I, good. I like that you're thinking Michael, because I heard a rumor, Adam Sandler, that uh, a oh. certain other Michael's back in the acting game for the first time in a couple decades. That's Jordan? Michael Jordan. Yes. Mm. He was just in some new uh, Pink Panther remake or something. Blowing up the box office from what I hear. I really think that uh, he could bring a lot of gravity to this clumsy sailor. I'm willing to work uh, with Jordan again. Yeah, yeah, it's been a long time. So a lot of that's water under the bridge. From there on out, uh, I don't know, you know... I think that uh, we need to do. We need to get some references into this. You know, clearly that's my forte, and I'm going to be working on that. Um, but uh, if you guys have any ideas about references, you let me know. We need a shawarma in this. You know, we need what's what's our shawarma going to well, be? Well, I think if I can throw something, please. Um, just, I mean, I think you can make ref- pop culture references, but just change the words slightly to make it more fancy. Like, you know, Sherlock gnome. Like, that was the thing, you know, they took a thing you know, but they added a fancy twist to it. Sure. And uh, turtle soup. It's totally the meal that everybody gathers around. Or, like, you know, it's like, instead of saying, hey, you want to play some video games, you can say, hey, you want to play some magic mirror games. (laughs) Okay. They'll play play on. I think we can build on that. But millennials will like that. Absolutely. All right. All right. So I'm going to pass this over to our producer. Darwin, you've got a treatment from your crew here for The Archie Blows, uh, which is kind of a fantastical, goofy, sort of personal pirate movie. <laughs> what do you think? Is this something that we can make? And uh, what, what kind of money are we throwing at this? Well, it's really convenient that you don't like writing and you don't like directing, because I haven't seen a movie in 25 years. So this all sounds pretty fantastic to me. I mean, really, I think as soon as we can throw acting return of Michael Jordan on the uh, front of that there... I mean, he's a sports legend in two different sports. He just had the Pink Panther thing. He's going to, you know, he's going to put butts in seats right off the bat. Um, I'm really, if I have a concern about the project, it's that 
I don't want it to become too cute. You know, I, I, I think we can still do like a really personal, gritty, you know, uh, 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 drama with some fantastical elements without it becoming, I don't know, Pokemon. You know, um, that's a that's an up-to-date reference, right, for you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The kids sure. still play the, okay, cool. Yeah, Pikachu. Yeah, yeah. No, Pikachu. As Pikachu would yeah. say. You think Jordan is up for this? I think he is. I think he's ready. It's a dark turn for Jordan. It is a dark turn, but I think he can go for it. And get him to grow the mustache back. I mean, it goes without saying, right? right I mean, right. you can't be a pirate without a mustache. Just That's, part of it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, yeah. right. Maybe a, a big beard, too. Mm. You know, I was I was thinking, because, I mean, while we're bringing back, you know, these big NBA stars, what's Shaq been up to? I bet he can grow a hell of a beard. Be like a first mate or something. Selling Gold Bond and uh, his personal soda brand, Soda Shack. I like it. I like it. Mm -hmm. And I I just think that's a good way to inject some star power, get some cross here, you know, because you got your jocks. They're going to come out to see the movie. You got your nerds. We're going to trick them into seeing it somehow. You got your turtle freaks. I'm sure the Ninja Turtles seem big. Yeah. Ooh. All the people who thought Space Jam was a good movie are going to go see this. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is like everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. it's not a sports movie, though. No, no, no. Right. No. I mean, like, it'd be funny if, like, at one point he's twirling a ball and he's looking at, like, a basket or something. Right. And you're like, oh, here's where they're going to do it. And we, that's it. Right. You know, they just give that little wink to the audience. Yeah. He you cuts know? off a, a pirate's head and it goes into a barrel. Like, you know. Ooh. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Swish. Like, that's good. And he yeah. kind of looks at the camera and we think we're getting something, but then yeah. he moves right on yeah, uh-huh. after that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I like that. I like the idea of a bunch of fourth wall breaks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that'll really help the personal, you know, bring the audience in by looking right at him. I, sure. I think that's a good touch. Mm-hmm. Well, that's right with my experience at Marvel. Yeah. No, yeah. exactly. Um, looking yeah. right at the camera saying. On that, I, I think we got a pretty good project here on our hands. Guys, I'm going to say, oh, what do I got in the bank right now? Uh, let's say a cool 90 mil. I think we can right. throw that at that. All right, so back to our writer, Ben. Your script, Darshi Blows, you've got Michael Jordan and Shaquille O'Neal attached in an unspecified role. You've got and they're both available? Uh, they're apparently both oh, available. They are available, and sir. <laughs> you've got some uh, maquettes that come in for the giant turtle ship. So you can kind of see what their the designers are working on. What do you think? Is this what you envisioned? And how are you going to tune that story? Yeah. Um, now, one thing is possibly a thing that the audience might have a little trouble accepting. Might be clumsy Michael Jordan. I mean, on one hand, you know, you're throwing it because it's a subversion. But I think that people are going to, you know, expect him to be a hand-eye coordination kind of thing. You know, unless he's playing baseball. But um, mm-hmm. I think that we can... And this could even be funnier. Is it's less that he's clumsy, but he's like it's almost like he's so overskilled at us at certain things that it becomes like detrimental. You know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. he just can't stop weaving and bobbing. You know, that's a thing they do in basketball, right? Probably. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't own a television or right. Yeah. I mean, none of us know, but definitely. Yeah, I, I think we could agree that they should. Yeah. So if <laughs> we're introducing least, something, that's good. Right. You know, and like, you know, he, uh, you know, for the ship, you know, casts and stuff, you know, he, he dunks it or something. Right. Well, well, I'll have to ask someone how, you know, I think that's how ship works too. Yeah. They're in a storm. The rigging right. is coming loose. Yeah. He and he jumps up with his prodigious jumping ability yeah. and his tongue's out and he grabs and the And you know what? Right we're going to play this up, you know, because uh, he's 
the problems isn't so much that he's a show off, but he, well, isn't that he's clumsy, but he's like such a show off here mm-hmm. that he like doesn't necessarily have the skills that are actually important. Mm-hmm. But he's like showing off so well mm-hmm. that everyone thinks he does. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, Shaquille. I mean, uh, wow. Michael Jordan. M- Michael Jordan. Uh, which I think... Don't do that on set. Well, yeah, yeah. Big egos from the sports yeah. guys. Yeah. Don't, uh... Right. It's like, man, you sure threw that orb of infinite wisdom really well. You're someone I can follow. Interesting. Yeah. And, it's like uh, he's a fish out of water. Right. On the water. Exactly. Right. Um, On a turtle. Right. <laughs> I think also the Hydra, you know, we should give him... Some dialogue, since we have a bit more budget mm. now. Mm. Um, mm. I leave that to the director to figure out. There's your Cumberbatch role. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, because yeah, he did the Lion Fairy thing in the yeah. the Hobbit movie. You know, we can probably uh, just yeah. ask if we can, if they have some of those uh, sets too. Say that on Because he spent like oh, yeah. so much time just crawling around. Just although Peter Jackson probably used like everything, I don't think he was capable of cutting anything down in those movies. We could just reuse the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We'll that was remix it. We'll remix it. That's a thing the kids do yeah. these days. Yeah. Sure. It'll be meta, you know? Yeah, no, I don't, but oh, sure. And okay. Shaquille O'Neal. Um, but yeah, I just, and I've added a few more things because I really want to see Shaquille O'Neal and Michael Jordan really too dramatic. You know, I've given them mm-hmm. some monologues. I really want to see their acting chops. Good. Mm-hmm. See them suffering. See just them showing their emotional range. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Smart. All right, so you've got some detailed notes from your writer here, Aaron. You've got some money attached. You've got the names you were looking for. Mm-hmm. What do you think? What comes next in this production? How are you going to sell this as your beautiful vision? Well, no plan survives first contact with the enemy. Not saying that you're the enemy, uh, Mr. Producer, but uh, I think $90 million is adequate. Uh, we would like a little more... Uh, Brian, of course. Uh, you you, you show me a bunch of where you need more. We can hook you up. But uh, I think that we can work within that. Um, I like all the ideas that we've got so far. We're going to have to limit, I think, the time that Mr. Jordan and Mr. O'Neill spend together on set because, uh, like you said before, big egos mm-hmm. among these sports mm-hmm. guys. We can definitely engineer a scene near the end, the big confrontation you know, between them. Outside of that... We need to talk about this title, I think, first of all. Mm -hmm. It's a great first look title, but unless the Hydra is a female, I mean, who's blowing here? You know what I'm saying? I'm going to try to figure out what this is in reference to. We had aimed this at like the PG, PG 13 range. I don't think we should see the Hydra blowing here. It's great for like a Van Wilder style pirate Mm -hmm. comedy. Hold on, I got another idea I want to write down. And she would really be blowing seven times, wouldn't she? I mean, there's a lot of heads on this Hydra. And plus, after my work with Marvel, you understand, I'm done with Hydra. I, I, I can, go back I can to appreciate that, that. But, you know, I love everything we're doing. I thought maybe, um, you know, the kids love these Furious movies, and they're going to make it to boats eventually, aren't they? So let's mm-hmm. beat them there. Yeah. Uh, we definitely need to have a sequence where we are racing boats. And mm-hmm. perhaps this could be something that our clumsy uh, pirate main character, played by Michael Jordan, of course, with the mustache, could devise. With his amazing skill, he can devise some way to make the ship go faster. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they're almost there. They're neck and neck. They're mast and mast. But he finds some way to, to really put the juice in there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, be it magic, be it something technological that he's created uh, with his uh, in, ingenious ways. And that's when they really take off. They actually set the sea on fire behind them. There's like a blazing line in their wake as they blow the other ship away. Um, That's going to eat up some of that $90 million for sure. Yeah, we'll just do it practical. It'll be fun. 
Oh, all the practical, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, we don't want to, too many effects for certain. We'll do it in the Gulf. i got some friends at BP. We can make that happen. Okay, all right, yeah. Yeah, I can shoot in the right place yeah. for certain. Um, and as far as uh, my earlier comment about the shawarma, I think that um, I've got an idea. Yeah. Dippin' Dots. Oh, sure. Dippin' Dots. Right? Ice cream of the future. Right. Well, yes, exactly. And yet it's been here for so long. And yeah. like shawarma... You know, it's a regional cuisine, and I think that we can really find a way to, to blow this up, you know, make it make it go wide. If they celebrate at the end, in a, in a subtle way, in a motivated way, with Dippin' Dots, well, gentlemen, that's, that's mm-hmm. ice cream. And cheese. it literally will be the ice cream of the future. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, this mm-hmm. is great. Like, maybe he saw, mm-hmm. predicted it during his spirit journey, which, you know, Michael Jordan's really well-written I'm glad you spirit that journey. Yes. I think we should call it dip. Well, no, you know what? Yeah, dip and dots. Yeah, because you can see the future. So we we need that merchandising tie-in. So let's not break the name. Okay. Right. Let's do it. We're stuck on the dots. Yeah. All right. So Darwin, you've got some uh, revisions. You've got the footage coming in and the first effect shots. You have uh, a few minutes here to make any final decisions before the ship's out the door to the theaters. What do you think? Is this going the direction you want? Yeah. You know, it's good. I, I like. I like the movie. I like what we're doing. I like the Dippin' Dots tie-in. I was thinking it needs that last big merchandising push. You know, it needs just that last product. And I've been trying to think, what is like a logical product to tie in with a bunch of basketball stars that nobody does? Like, you never hear about it. And I realized, athletic sneakers. I have never once in my life heard about somebody trying to sell shoes for basketball or based off of basketball stars. You'd think somebody would have done it, but I think we're, we can pounce on that opportunity and sell boat shoes uh, with Michael Jordan like stamped onto the side. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> I think it'll work really well. Silhouette. Yeah, yeah, Jordan, you know. Pirate hat on. Reaching up to uh, the the shot you had with, like, the rope. He's jumping yeah. up to grab the rope. Right. And we just One stamp that on the, the side. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I, I, I think, you know, we do a tie-in with Dippin' Dots where, like, you walk up and you're wearing the shoes. Mm. And you get, like, a free large or pay for a medium or something like that. Sure. Oh, I can see I, this. I, I think we could really drive that home and make... Make Darcy Blows or whatever title we decide to put on it. Really make that in every home. You know, make it something that the whole family can enjoy. They get their boat shoes. They get their Dippin' Dots. You know, they see the movie. It's just, it's a great title. Four quadrants, yeah. Yeah, I I think we're doing a really good job here. I think we're doing a a real service to humanity, bringing these uh, NBA stars back and showing what their true talents are. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think we're in uh, good shape. You still got a little bit of time left. Is there anything else you want to add, or are you actually changing the title before? I, I think we should come up with a better title. That's a good idea. Right. Let's let's one minute entitle this movie so that it's a classic. Oh, I believe I can fly. Mm. I like where you're thinking. I believe you can sail. It's like he's saying it to the audience. We were talking about the fourth wall breaks. That's correct. That's right. You know, I'm just yeah. worried about getting R. Kelly on board. Who? <laughs> Never mind. Okay. That's an, that's an old reference. Look at Weird Al. There we go. <laughs> I like him. I believe you can sail. I like it. I, I, I think we got... We're firing all cylinders here. Okay. All right. So I'm going to plug I Believe You Can Sail into the movie machine here and pull the lever, which sounds like waves washing over large piles of money. As it should. <laughs> this film... Is the most successful film ever. 
This film completely dominates everything at the box office. It has a staggering year-and-a-half run in theaters. The economy of China collapses because so many people go and see this film, and it becomes more valuable than their own currency to them. The children who do not arrive in school wearing the branded sneakers are prohibited from attending or thrown into the chokey from Matilda. This film forever changes the way that the world works. There are cable channels that play this 24-7 back-to-back with no advertisements that dominate the cable network. People start paying for cable again. You have your own country now. It's an island off of California that was built for you, and it's called Sailtopia. Obviously came from the same writing team that came up with the title of this film. So you've got basically more money than anyone on the planet, but, if you would like to, you can go back and change anything about this film. If there's anything that you think is needs to be changed or think you could be make even better, you do have some time to do it. Or you can reflect on that process and you can just call it art. That's fine, too. So, beginning with our, our writer, Ben, you have a, a couple minutes here. Yeah, you know, I mean, this film wasn't as big as I had hoped, but, you know, it's... I don't think I'm going to change anything with it. I think I'm... I'm moderately happy here. So I'm just going to talk about what I'm going to do with all my money. So first off, I uh, have actually genetically engineered the turtle boats, as seen in the films, using as a new shipping, and we are working now to get them into space. So we're just going to get in there, fly off into space on my turtle boat. SpaceX has collapsed just from my brilliant idea, and several of them just threw themselves off a cliff for not thinking of it first. But, and you know, sequel. I think we, I'm going to spend a couple $500 billion to write, purchase the most advanced AI system because I've uh, found that it's physically impossible to top this movie with moral mind power. So, you know, we're going to give it the AI uh, absolute control to think of every possible plot line and scour the very universe itself to think of a film that could possibly be considered even half as good as the original. And I think I'll call it the movie machine. Oh my god, it all. Oh, what origin story the whole time? Let's talk about that title. All right, so Aaron, you've got your notes, you've got your uh, massive piles of cash. What do you think? Where's there was the foreshadowing in every single episode leading up to this. You know, it's been a success. I'm sitting here enjoying some dipping dots, the ice cream of the future, and I'm trying to think about my regrets. I think if I would have changed anything, I think I probably would have cut the kiss between Jordan and Shaq at the end of the film. I'm not a homophobe at all. Believe me, I have a lot of gay friends, but I just feel like it was... We forced it in there. It wasn't quite right. Of course, the Chinese really loved this movie, and they went way out of whack. And, of course, instituted that one-boyfriend policy, you know, where everybody has to be dating a man, which I think is just too far. You know, I believe in the gay cause. I don't think that we should legislate it, though. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty satisfied. Um, still want to tweak that title a little but uh, I don't know, I figure I'll just sit by this fire of money and just think about what the new title could be. I think Deutschmarks burn nicer than the Krona, the Swedish Krona. I don't know, it's just something about it. It's just uh, sort of the air, you know? It's the fact that there aren't very many of them anymore. <laughs> there's a transition to the Euro, there's right? There's a tight crack. Well, I had to spend uh, about five times their worth to get them. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's just a nice crackle to yeah. them. 
Fennec German coins, those are just, I mean, their they copper content is so hot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Once they really get hot, though. Yeah, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're molten. All right, so, Darwin, what do you think about this? What do you think the the whole process went? I mean, I, I, I wouldn't know. I didn't watch it. Um, I, I just, you go there, there's just a big screen, and who gives a shit? No, so, I mean... Honestly, like, okay, I'll take $40 billion a day for 30 years. You know, like, if that's really, if that's the best we can do, that's the best we can do, right? Gave it the old college try. I like it. Um, I got to tell you, I really like this idea of using a movie and your previous experience at Marvel to build the sailing cinematic universe, or the SCU. Because, you know, one, one movie, who cares? You got a sequel. Eh. Oh, a trilogy. No, we need 14 movies a year for 20 years. That's really what I'm talking about here. Two a month, vaguely connected to each other. Every 15th is like some big crossover. You know, maybe eventually we get guys like LeBron James and Kobe Bryant involved. You know, just as we expand on this concept of basketball stars as pirates. Which I think really... That's the winner right there. So I'm going to keep us focused in on that. Side note, I got this guy, Michael B. Jordan, lighting me up on a daily basis. And I don't know what his deal is. Hmm. I uh, I just kind of put him on mute. I, 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 yeah, anybody heard of him? Yes. Yes? Okay, that's good. That's good. Hopefully he's got a nice little career going for himself. But yeah, no, I mean, I, I think we did the best we could. I, uh, I, I'm i enjoying, you know, the uh, ruling over my own little California island I got going on here. Writer, get on the thing. Sure, and I just want to say my one regret from all this is the holy wars that have uh, caused because of the religion, obviously the religions that our film has caused uh, between the Shackologists and the MJDians. I just wish they could get along instead of killing each other about which was the best star of the film. But we really are out of good names for things. All right, well there you have it, folks. Uh, that was. What was the title of this? <laughs> I believe you can sail, That's Jacob. Right. Yes. Remember it. It's legendary. <laughs> there you have it, folks. I believe you can sail. Another movie machine classic. And as always, we will end our episode with a quote of wisdom from our patron saint, Guy Fieri. Those fried green tomatoes, brother. That's a symposium of flavor. Rewatch all the episodes to see the foreshadowing.